Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the Red Men TV. I'm Chris Pajak and I am joined today by Phil from Leicester Fan TV. Phil, thank you very much for joining me. We were saying just off camera there, it's been a long time since we've done anything. I'm sure you were champions the season we last did a collab, mate. I think, Chris, we both won the league since we last had a chat, which is a <laughs> lovely thing for us all to be saying, isn't it? Really nice, mate. Really, yeah. really nice. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about Leicester then. I really want to know. Obviously, I, I, I'm, a, I'm more of a, a match of the day football watcher nowadays. Kids and everything don't have the time to consume <laughs> as much football as I once did. Um, but so, so where are Leicester really... Where are they at at the moment? Because obviously you've been in the top four for so long now that you're really established as one of the bigger sides of the Premier League. Is it, that's fair reflection, isn't it? It's a, it's a strange one. We have, I think, I was just saying to you, we've been in the top four effectively since September 2019, apart from the last day of last season when United knocked us out of it. But again, this season we've been back in that top four again. So it's a strange position for a Leicester fan to be feeling like, hang on, we've had 18 months in the top four of the Premier League. And yet when we hear the talk on, you know, the chat shows on on, on Sky and that, it's always about the big six and Leicester's never even included in the big six still. So it's a funny one where we have to pinch ourselves a bit to think we are in that top four. We are challenging for Champions League. Um but but we don't. A lot of people don't really consider that we are in that even top six. It's madness that really, isn't it? Because you know you've got a good, a good young manager and Brendan Rodgers, and we Liverpool fans obviously know a lot about him. And you know you guys have got a style of football, and, and Brendan's got a philosophy that he'll stick to through sort of thick and thin. And and at the moment, you know. It feels to me like Leicester is here for the long term. I think they've got a good young crop of players that Brendan, they're all working in, in Brendan's sort of, uh, it's all singing from his hymn sheet, as it were. Now, the, the thing from me going into this game, Phil, it's interesting to get a Leicester perspective on this, actually, mate, is that, you know, for me, this feels like a genuine six pointer. Like, you beat us, we're six points behind you, and, and that's pretty much us fighting for fourth place with probably the teams behind us. Does it feel the same for you guys? Like, you win and you're almost... I'm not going to say you're there because it's, there's obviously still a lot of the season to go, but there's enough of a gap that you think you'll make top four comfortably if you win this game. I, I guess if you'd have asked me some of this back in uh, September at the start of the season, and I know it's been a strange season, but if you'd have said we'd be having this match and it would be this position, I'd have been snapping your hands off to be in this place. So... I think it's 
I think this is going to be a topsy-turvy season. I think all, most fans will recognise that. So I wouldn't say this is this is it. I still I still don't think you're out of the title race. I don't think we're necessarily out of the title race. It's probably a big ask, but this is going to be a strange season. So I think it will be it'll be a, a really interesting game to see how it pans out. I think for Leicester fans, this is again. I was just saying to you before is it feels like over the last eighteen months, if there's one of our Achilles heels, is it's it's bottling it on the big big games. And I'd say this is a six-pointer at the top going for Champions League spots. And I just my fear in the back of my mind is, is Leicester have bottled some of these big matches with the youth. We just lack that experience to, to drag us over the line a little bit. And that could be what happens on Saturday. It's funny, I was looking at the, the Leicester side that you've been putting out over the last couple of weeks and stuff, and, and the average age is about 26 years old, whereas Liverpool's average age is just uh, just a shade above 28, so that youth's clearly apparent in the average age of the side and stuff. And One of the things I want to know about, about Leicester this season, obviously, I know Brendan prefers that 4-2-3-1 at the moment, and you've had a settled sort of line-up for the last couple of weeks. Obviously, at time of recording this, you've got Brighton in the FA Cup fifth round as well this evening. Do you expect him to make changes for that fifth round game with Liverpool in mind at the weekend? Yeah, I, again, similar similarities between the clubs. We, we've had quite an injury list all this season of four or five of the, what what you would class as first teamers in and out. And we've, again, just recently, we've got Jamie Vardy just coming back from an injury. Uh, Wilfred Ndidi just coming back from an injured, uh, injury and Castagna. So I think tonight, when he, when he plays against Brighton, I, I almost hope he does put out, he is going to put some under-23s in there. He is going to put some of the fringe players in. My focus, and I think a lot of fans' focus, is on the Liverpool game. Um, I think we've got to realise is we, we play FA Cup every year for years and years. For Leicester, it's not every year we are challenging for the top four in the Premier League. So, we, we for me, this is that's got to be the focus, Saturday's game. Would you sacrifice this game in the FA Cup for a stronger side against Liverpool? Uh, Leicester fans will probably shoot me, but yes, I, I genuinely would. I've been open enough to say it is I love the FA Cup. I'm a big believer in it, but perhaps until they put a real prize at the end of it, which could be that fourth Champions League spot for the FA Cup, I think you just have to, um, we, we have to go for the Champions League. We're not going to get many chances. We've not had them. Maybe, maybe again, this is the difference being a Leicester fan, maybe to a Liverpool fan is this next season, we could be back fighting relegation. So, I you just I don't it's hard to really believe whether Leicester are here to stay for the longer term, maybe the next four or five years of being top four, top six sort of club. So I think we've got an opportunity this season. So let's take it in the to go for that Champions League spot. I know I know that last couple of games I say it's been a fairly settled side. Obviously Inacho's been leading the line in Vardy's absence, comes on Vardy last time out, plays twenty nine minutes in the Premier League at the end of that game. Was it nil nil against Wolves, wasn't it? He comes on in that game. You know, you've got Pereira, Evans, Schmeichel, Justin, uh, pretty settled back four at the moment. Tillemans and uh, I always forget how to pronounce his name, Chowdhury. Is that how you pronounce yeah. his name in the sense Hamza of the Chowdhury, park? And, yeah. And then you've got Perez, Madison and, and Harvey Barnes. Is that the side up until the striker that you think will play against Liverpool? And if so, what's been so good about that side? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been quite fluid this season. Players have dropped in and dropped out, which has been nice to see players coming back. Wilfred indeed has been a massive miss for us when he's not played. I think that spine of the team with Jamie Vardy, um, Tielemans and Madison and then Ndidi, back to Sionku and Casper, that spine, when it's there, has been really working well. So I, I think uh, Kelechi and Nacho 
as a striker, uh, you probably remember him from his Man City days more, but he's he's just not Jamie Vardy. There's not many Jamie Vardys out there and, and it, it just completely changes the dynamics of the team. So I think Vardy will come back against uh, you guys, against Liverpool on he Saturday. He loves playing us as he well, loves, doesn't he? He does. He does like playing against you. He loves playing against the big boys. And we hate him just as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's. I think it's that he, he loves playing against the big boy teams because I think he loves. He is like a bit of a. He's like a fan. We always think he's one of the lads off the terraces, jumped on, jumped on the team bus, and somehow got on the park because he loves shoving it in the big teams' faces when he scores. No, he does, and he, he's been brilliant. I mean, I remember being at Leicester. Um, for back-to-back games, I think a few years ago, I think we played in the league and the cup as well. Like, and you know, I've been there when Vardy scored some absolute flipping wonder goals against us. Like, and he's just <laughs> been a constant thorn in our side. We were we we recorded our build-up show earlier today, Phil, and we were like, "Is he ever going to lose a lad a yard of pace?" I mean, can he, can, can, he's thirty bloody four years old. Surely he should have slowed down a bit, but it just doesn't seem to. He hasn't scored a lot recently. Obviously, he's had his injuries and stuff, but I think his last open play goal was going back to something like the 13th of December, wasn't it, against Brighton? Obviously, he scores a penalty against Spurs and all that. But is his, is his all-round game been there this season or is he, was he tailing off slightly before the injury? Because how, how, it's easy for me to look at numbers and say that. Yeah, I, th- I think Brendan, Brendan Rodgers has worked quite well with him. I think he used, to, he used to run around at 100 miles an hour for the whole 90 minutes and now you can see it's in phases and, and it's... There's times where he, you, you think, well, the old, old, a younger Vardy would have chased that one down, but now he's he's reserving that energy and using it more sparingly. So I think his game is modifying. Um, I think he's starting to pick up injuries, which generally you start to feel might be the sign of, of age creeping up on him, trying to trying to keep going at this pace. So I, the jury's out at the moment whether how many more seasons we'll get out of Jamie Vardy at this highest level. Um, and that will be the big gap at Leicester, what happens post-Jamie Vardy. But for now, um, he will enjoy playing against you. I hope we rest him against Brighton. Maybe he'll get 15, 20 minutes at the end just to stretch his legs out again. But I think we've got to, we've got to wrap him in a bit of cotton wool for the rest of this season and, and bring him out for the, for the big games when we really need him. Let, let's focus on, on, on Liverpool then, because I think, I think you're spot on with those points, Phil. And, and, and for me, you know, going into this game, Liverpool's form, you'll be well aware of it. The media hasn't shut up about it for six weeks. Um, and, and Roy Keane calling us bad champions and all that type of stuff. Um, do you fancy yourselves in this one? I know you, you mentioned before <laughs> that you've had problems in the big games, but you must look at Liverpool's form and think, now's the time if we're going to do it. There's two sides to this coin, isn't there? There really is. There's... There's the fact that this is the perfect time to play Liverpool in the fact that you, you do look a bit wounded. It's the first time I think I've heard Jurgen Klopp sounding, a li- not looking for excuses maybe, but some of his interviews sound a bit looking for somebody to blame or there's reasons why it's not quite happening. So uh, on one hand, uh, all the Leicester fans are thinking, come on, let's get into Liverpool. This is the time to play them. Um, we've, not, we've not had the greatest success against you in the last season or so. So we, on that we definitely feel like this is a great time. On the other hand, I think you could be a wounded, wounded lion ready to. Some, we we had a chat about it in one of our shows, and and, and one of the fans said, "I think Liverpool are going to give somebody a big pasting soon. Let's hope it's not Leicester." 
Yeah, we're thinking the same, but actually haven't watched us for the last few weeks, but also thinking, where are the bloody goals coming from here? Because, you know, we're just not firing at the moment, unfortunately, for us. And a lot has been made of Liverpool's defence this season, and and we know Leicester are sharing the goals around, to be fair. You know, Vardy, Harvey Barnes, Madison, I think it's 13 goals, 11 goals and 9 goals um, so far this season. And they're also getting huge amounts of assists as well. I mean, you must be looking at that and going, right, Liverpool are probably going to play a new centre-half in this game, potentially two new centre-halves. Are you thinking these lads can get something here? Like, and, and how how will you think, how do you think Brendan will set Leicester up to expose Liverpool's weaknesses and put those new guys, if they are, to start under pressure? Yeah, I think if this game was at Anfield, I'd have more more hope that Leicester, Leicester's waveform's been pretty decent this season. But at home, we, we've lost some awful games to people like West Ham and Burnley and Fulham even. So I think... It will suit us, and it'd be interesting, Chris, to know if, if you feel Liverpool will come and attack Leicester. Because if when teams come at Leicester, it seems to suit us. So it, it gives us a little bit more space behind, especially when Jamie Vardy is playing. So I think Brendan will hope that Liverpool will come and have a go at Leicester, and that will open up some space for us. Do you think? It, do you think they will? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. in our DNA. It, it, you know, it's it's just part of who we are as a as a side. Like teams, we're in the same boat as you actually, Phil. Where we're hoping the teams come at us because right now we're struggling against low block sides. You know, there's a blueprint yeah. there for how you get a result against Liverpool Football Club, and it's defend deep, try and hit them on the counter attack. And there's obviously, you know, we Tottenham didn't manage to do it. We get a good win there and stuff. But even against Manchester City, you know, the other day we got pasted in the end, but they changed it at half time and went basically four four two against us, and we started started to struggle to create those opportunities. That's what Liverpool have struggled with at the moment. And, you know, we will come to play and, and it won't matter to us who we're up against. It's, it's just in our DNA. So, yeah, it could be, it could be a good game for that. So, so, I mean, one of the things Leicester fans accuse Brendan Rodgers of, which I think you, you, you will have seen in his time at Liverpool, is, is the lack of a plan B. He might, might change a formation, like you say, to a three at the back or something for Leicester. But... We don't switch it around. Uh, there was something I've, I've seen when you won the title. I always said Liverpool had that alternative where they would go long sometimes or big ball if they had to to get a result. So have you guys sort of stopped doing that so much? Feels like it, Phil. Yeah, um, you know that was one of the things we'd we'd go down the right hand side to open the left up. You know we'd go short to open the long ball up. We'd do the long ball to open the short ball. We we had a little bit of everything, and we could beat you in any sort of way. Paul uses a phrase all the time: the left one don't get you, the right one will. And that's what Liverpool were like last season. We've become a bit predictable yeah. in our attack at the moment. It's very side to side and slow, methodic, rhythmic sort of slow tempo, and and teams are getting back into shape. And that's where we're sort of struggling from. And then. Well, let's go. Let's go back onto Leicester then. And if there is a weakness in the side itself, rather than the teams that they face, Phil, what is that weakness? Is it from set pieces? Are you bad against counter-attacking sides? If there is one, what is it? Set pieces, corners. We are woeful. We are. I don't know what it is. We've got some big, big players in there, but I, it, it's as if they don't practice on the training ground. When, when from corners, just every time the ball goes in. Leicester fans are just watching through fingers because you just think, what is going on? It's as if, it's like Sunday morning football some days, the defending. Um, and it's been costing us. And the other end as well, we I don't think we've scored from a corner in 13 months now. So, I don't, hell? really? They, yeah, they must be practising these things. But the way we take free kicks and corners has not created much. And the way we're defending them, oh, it's it's not great at all. 
Well, you'll be glad to know that because of our lack of height now at the centre-back and stuff and throw midfielders in there, that our side's got significantly smaller than it was last season. Now, hopefully, Kabak can come in and Davies, we can get Fabinho into the centre of the park, Henderson maybe in the centre of the park and arrest that. But uh, let's let's wrap it up then, Phil. I mean, you got a score prediction for this weekend for us? I, I genuinely could go anywhere this game. It really could. I think if, if both teams come and attack, there could be goals for both sides. Or it could be one of those where you think this is going to be open and flowing and it ends up being a nil-nil. But I, I am going to go, I've got to go with a Leicester win, but I'm just going to go for a 2-1. But I, I wouldn't want to put much money on that at all, Chris. Yeah, you know what? I went exactly the same way. I went 2-1 Liverpool. Um, but you know what? These these games aren't... Yeah, I, feel, I feel like very similar to you in how this game could go. I think two sides play into each other's strengths almost, you know. Um, it, it could be one of those really great Premier League games or it's just yeah. going to be an absolute stinker. <laughs> um, but Phil, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today, mate. Um, don't forget to go and check out Phil uh, on Leicester Fan TV. We'll put a link uh, in the description as well so you can go and check them out and, and I'll be appearing on Leicester Fan TV on Thursday at 1.15. And I believe, Phil, that's a live show, right? It's live, Chris. So, yeah, get ready for that. Okay, well, come and join us Thursday, 1.15. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing. And we'll see you soon on the Redmen TV.